Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Racing Lines, VEASAN's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. And welcome into Racing Lines, Wes Reynolds along with Mikhail Miranda. We are going to preview the Canadian Grand Prix this week. And for the first time in two years, we are going to have a Formula One race. Uh, They missed the last two years up at the circuit Gilles Villeneuve. In Montreal the last two years due to COVID-19 restrictions, similar to the PGA Tour last week, who went and played the RBC Canadian Open for the first time after a two-year stint uh, not being able to do so due to COVID-19. So we're happy to have the Canadian Grand Prix back on the schedule. And we will preview that race, by the way, in the second segment of this episode of Racing Lines. But first, we've got to get to what we saw last weekend at Baku, Azerbaijan. And what we saw is what we've been seeing over the last few races, and that's Red Bull dominating the circuit. And Red Bull once again goes 1-2. That's the third time that they have done that in the last five races. It was Max Verstappen extending his championship lead in the 2022 championship. So Max just on a roll right now, just looking at what he has done. He has now won Four of the last five races, Sergio Perez, of course, won Memorial Day weekend in Monaco. It was a one-two finish, and uh, uh, Sergio Perez was told on the radio, no fighting, like Wyclef Jean tells Shakira and hips don't lie. No fighting between the teammates. We got to prioritize the championship, and if you're new to Formula One, team orders are kind of a way of life in this brand of motor racing. So Sergio Perez was told up not to put up much of a fight. Lex Max Verstappen get the maximum points for the championship, which he absolutely did. So Red Bull, the more things change, the more they stay the same. They go one, two again. But I think really the story of the weekend, Mikhail, Ferrari just keeps giving away points. They have the speed and qualifying. Charles Leclerc has done what he has done pretty much all year, and that's when pole position. I think that's now six and eight races for Charles Leclerc. 
but they just not have had the race speed really to keep up with the Red Bulls. And they also had some engine issues. So Mikhail, get us up to date on that. Hey, Wes, good afternoon. Thank you so much for for having me on and everything. Yeah, of course, uh, Ferrari has sort of been a very concerning team right now going forward. Uh, I've been looking at everything going on, uh, Fordman Ferrari, and it looks like uh, Carlos had a hydraulic failure, whereas Charles had a power unit failure. We still don't know what was wrong with the power unit. We're still waiting for Ferrari to divulge that information out to us. However, um, this is very frustrating for us because it wasn't just Ferrari. It was customer teams as well. Yes, uh, Alfa Romeo, Joe Guanyu had to retire. That was due to uh, Alfa Romeo stuff. Uh, but they're also a uh, Ferrari-powered team. Haas had a power unit failure as well with uh, Kevin Magnussen. Uh, so there's a lot of things going on. Uh, we have to be very, very concerned now moving forward, especially Charles and Carlos, if they want to be up in this fight, if Ferrari want to be up there with Red Bull. Uh, yes, Mercedes is still back, but Mercedes does not have re reliability issues. They are still finishing the races, whereas in Ferrari, uh, with both their drivers with their DNFs, that's uh, very concerning. So the uh, thing to talk about here is, will they pull the parts out of uh, the cars to go and get a deeper dive into this? Because if they do, they won't be able to put this part back in circulation, which means that maybe uh, Carlos and Charles will have to take new components. And we, as we know, you only allow uh, three components uh, for... Uh, your MGUK, your turbochargers, uh, two batteries, two control electronics, and eight exhausts. So uh, at the rate that Ferrari have been going through, Charles is already in his third turbocharger. And if there's something going wrong here, and they take that component out to see what's going wrong, uh, he will have a 10-place grit penalty going forward into the Canadian Grand Prix. Now, I don't think that they're going to actually take a new turbocharger. Uh, they might take it from an older engine that had retired and taken out live so this is going to be something very interesting to talk about and see what's going on uh from ferrari's end because if they don't get this issue sorted out uh close to maybe the grand prix coming up uh, i don't think that they will be back in title contention now with uh, sergio perez and max Verstappen running away with the title especially if both drivers are with dnfs Right. And, and you look, we've only had eight races. We've obviously got plenty of time. It's a 22 race schedule, but Ferrari, as you mentioned, they keep just throwing away points here. So no time like the present to get that turned around. But Mikhail, I want to ask you about another team and they've been pretty much clearly, I think the number three team on the grid this year, and that's Mercedes who were able to capitalize on the two retirements from uh, the two Ferraris, George Russell got on the podium, P3, Lewis Hamilton, P4. But Toto Wolff, immediately after the race in Baku, kind of cast a little doubt on if Lewis Hamilton was going to race. Lewis Hamilton, of course, says he is going to be racing in the Canadian Grand Prix. So we take him at his word. But uh, explain to the audience what's going on a little bit with Mercedes here, because both of these drivers, when they got out of the cars after the race last week, we're, we're beat up and we're explaining that, you know, why they are beat up. So uh, what's going on on the injury side here with George Russell and Lewis Hamilton? So from the beginning of the year, the moment the season started, everyone has been talking about porpoising. All the teams have been talking about this uh, porpoising effect that's going on with the cars. 
which as i've mentioned before is basically aerodynamic stall on the rear of the car and the car keeps bouncing vertically and it's bouncing aggressively and now we're seeing driver's health come into play right uh, we saw george russell talk about this with his neck and his back now it's lewis hamilton at the end of the azerbaijan uh, grand prix saying yeah my back is gone this is really hard this is going to be a key role in canada because canada also is a low downfall circuit right so uh, health is going to be a major major component here for all the drivers uh, we even saw uh, alpha Tauri's pierre gasly saying he has to go through acupuncture and physio before and after every race uh, so the porpoising is uh, taking a toll on the spinal cord of all drivers and on their necks so if they don't figure something out for the porpoising we could actually see maybe uh, lewis hamilton or george russell not partake in a couple of races and see their reserve driver nick devries or even their formula e driver stoffel van Dorn, who used to be the, the reserve driver come in for a couple of races just so that drivers can actually heal and be all good so this porpoising effect is going to play a major major role for all teams because daniel ricardo for the first time with mclaren said he actually faced porpoising issues as well so if this keeps going forward we could see a lot of drivers actually taking a break from races especially with this extended calendar this season with 22 23 races uh drivers may be like yeah it's too much it's too much on our bodies and we have to sit out to recuperate to heal right so that we can actually drive to our full potential and Mikhail, that's a very good point you make because uh one of the things people that might be new to formula one racing don't realize is that all of these teams pretty much at least have one reserve driver or one test driver that does a lot of testing for the teams may not be one of the two racers in the actual race but they're obviously on standby and kept on retainer to uh go ahead and do this should things come up like porpoising or any type of injury or anybody out due to covid 19 we saw sebastian vettel miss a couple races earlier in the season because of that speaking of sebastian vettel best finish of the season for him placing sixth and you did break briefly mention pierre gasly of the Alpatories. p5 best position of the year for him so good finishes for those guys uh another thing we did kind of see in the race just to kind of wrap up a couple news and notes down the field board alpine very good straight line speed maybe could be a factor kind of a dark horse to get in that top six or top ten this week in Canada because they did show speed. And as you mentioned, these are more power tracks. So Fernando Alonso, Esteban Ocon, and we'll talk about that a little bit in the pick segment, maybe somebody you could look for for value in a top six or perhaps a top 10 finish. But nevertheless, let's get you updated on the standings and we'll start with the Drivers' Championship. Max Verstappen, 150 points, now a 21-point lead over his teammate Sergio Perez. Max Verstappen was minus 175 last week to win the championship, now minus $3. So as his lead continues to expand, his price continues to go up. Sergio Perez got cut in the driver's standings, was 20-1 to last week, now 10-1 to this week. Macau, before I get to the rest of those standings, explain, because I think you took a, a little shot down the board here with Mr. Perez. Absolutely. I took Sergio Perez uh, to win the Drivers' Championship. And this is going to be very interesting because uh, Sergio Perez, who was out of contention before, is now actually fighting his way through the field by not actually fighting. Uh, we are seeing Carlos and Charles absolutely get out of this because of their reliability issues with their cars and the power units. So Sergio Perez is in a very, very good position right here. 
Max, uh, one thing that we have not mentioned is that in the previous race here at Azerbaijan, had DRS issues. We actually had Christian Horner, team principal of Red Bull, get on the radio and say, hey, Max, don't use your DRS. Uh, save it. Just race all the way to the finish line. And because they had over a 40-second lead uh, before uh, the third driver, they're like, yeah, but let's cruise all the way home. Don't use DRS. And another person that did have DRS issues is Yuki Sonoda as well. So uh, with Sergio Perez just sitting there, sitting nice and pretty, waiting for all the drivers ahead of him just to take themselves out with their liability issues he could actually possibly just be someone who's absolutely coming out from nowhere to win the drivers world championship and uh yeah max verstappen sergio perez won two macau is in on sergio perez who obviously has gotten really good finishes here won the race in monaco so absolutely very live and then we go down through the top six Charles Leclerc, 116 points. He's now doubled in terms of the championship. He's still obviously the biggest threat to win pole position at all these races, has won six of the eight, but double the price from $1.75 to now seven to two this week. George Russell of Mercedes also doubled his price. He is currently 40 to one. He is at 99 points. Carlos Sainz, the other Ferrari, 180, or excuse me, 83 points, and he's doubled in price, 150 to one to win the Drivers' Championship. Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton, 62 points. He is currently 45 to 1 to win the championship. Those are your top six. And then the top three in the constructors, Red Bull, 270 points. They have doubled. They are now minus $4 to win the constructors championship. Ferrari at 199, a little bit less than plus $3 to win. And then Mercedes, they've pretty much been third all season, 161 points, 50 to 1 now to win the constructors championship. So you can see, unless there is a seismic shift really in the Formula One season that it is a two-team race. It is Red Bull and it is Ferrari and Red Bull about to make it maybe a one-team race if they continue their current form. And we'll see if they continue their current form. On the other side here on Racing Lines, we are going to get into the Canadian Grand Prix returning after a two-year absence at the Circuit Dowdville Noon. On the other side, Racing Lines here on Beeson. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Racing Lines. Vicent's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. Back here on Racing Lines, right here on Vicent, Wes Reynolds along with Mikhail Miranda. And we're going to get into this week's race, the ninth race of 22 on the Formula One 2022 schedule. And that is back in Montreal, Quebec, Canada for the first time, two-year absence, now back here in 20. It is the Circuit Gilles Villeneuve, and that is named after, of course, famous Formula One racer Gilles Villeneuve, whose son Jacques Villeneuve was also a Formula One world champion, also an Indy 500 winner. So one of the more historic tracks. Uh, It was first held back in 1978, so there is a ton of history here with the Canadian Grand Prix. Expect fans to be packed and to be excited much like they were for the PGA Tours return to north of the border last week. So, Mikhail, let's get in. Let's start to preview the Canadian Grand Prix. And I want you to reiterate a little bit what you talked about earlier. And that's the man that's been dominating the polls this year, Charles Leclerc, six of eight. But he's got some issues before he can get a seventh poll this week. Yeah, absolutely. Charles has been absolutely on it with that one lap performance. We know Ferrari have that pace and they can take poles. However, they don't seem to convert pole positions uh, from qualifying into winning the Grand Prix in the race. Also, now Ferrari are in a very difficult position with reliability issues on their hydraulic system and their power units. We've all seen their customer team sort of suffer with this. So we're going to keep an eye on Charles. I do think he can take pole again here. However, this track is a low downforce track. There's a long straight that's going to come up, which we saw in Azerbaijan favors the Red Bulls. So we probably will be able to see Max Verstappen and Red Bull absolutely dominate this track as they did in Azerbaijan. Uh, we also have to watch, uh, as I said, the reliability issues. Uh, if Ferrari do decide to take a new component, we could see them drop down the order in the race because they've already maxed out all their allotted power units and turbochargers and everything so they could get a 10 place grip penalty uh, for the race due to taking new power uh, new components so we have to watch out for all of that because if that does happen then uh, we could actually see a new pace from the click that he might be able to outdo the engine or he might actually go easy on the engine and might not perform as well so that those are two things to keep an eye out with uh, ferrari yeah, and uh, just to recap, of course, we have not seen this race for two years, but if you remember the 2019 race when Sebastian Vettel was still with Ferrari, Charles Leclerc was his teammate back then, pretty much controlled the race, got a controversial penalty late in the race, and Lewis Hamilton ended up taking it. So, you know, this is a race that, as you mentioned, there's a, a lot of high-breaking zones, 
uh, the heavy braking chicanes. You will get some overtaking here, a lot more than maybe you would have seen at Monaco a few weeks ago. But as you mentioned, long straights, low downforce, Red Bull, I think clearly is going to have the race speed. We saw Alpine do very well. It's kind of a dark horse. Uh, those teams that really had that good straight line speed and a low downforce circuit. So uh, we shall see. Uh, Charles Leclerc, I'm, I'm with you. I think you look, until he stops winning polls, I think you kind of have to bet him. And you look right now as the fastest qualifier, Charles Leclerc, rightfully so, the favorite at DraftKings Sportsbook and obviously shop around for the best price. Minus $1.50, Max Verstappen at 5-2, to two. Sergio Perez just a little bit less than 3-1, to one. and then Carlos Sainz at 12-1. to one. So that gives you your Red Bulls and your Ferraris who pretty much dominated the polls in that regard this year. If you're looking for the race winner, why not? Max Verstappen minus 115. Now, keep in mind, as you listen to this, this is pre-qualifying prices, so you will get an adjustment after qualifying and then obviously after the Friday practice sessions, the two practice sessions they will have in the afternoon up there in Montreal. Sergio Perez and Charles Leclerc, right about the same at 3-1 to one to go ahead and win this race, and then there's a pretty big drop-off to Carlos Sainz, 20-1, to one. George Russell, 30-1, to one. and then you go really down the board, Lewis Hamilton, 35 to 1 everybody else pretty much triple digits and above to go ahead and win this race and uh also for the podium podium you're gonna lay a lot more minus prices max verstappen a little bit less than minus four dollars sergio perez right around minus three dollars charles leclerc minus 250 and then you get into the plus prices to get in the podium and that's the top three by the way at the end of the race Plus 175 for Carlos Sainz, 275 for George Russell, 350 for Lewis Hamilton, 9 to 1 for Lando Norris, and so on and so forth. Uh, and if you're looking for different props, uh, I know DraftKings, a couple others, will give you various props throughout the race. Number of drivers to lead the Canadian Grand Prix. If you think it's only going to be one and somebody's going to lead the entire race, plus 450, two would be even money. Three would be about five to two plus two fifty, and then four nine dollars. And you're usually not going to see. That's why you're going to see these big odds. You're usually not going to see five or six leaders, even if the pit strategy or the weather gets kind of gets kind of freaky here. And then first to retire, the favorite was Haas. Five to one, and we know that they had some problems, them and the Alfa Romeos, not only in Monaco, but you mentioned earlier, Mikhail, in terms of the the engine issues that these guys had. So actually Haas and Ferrari are the favorites here because of the engine reliabilities. Haas and Alfa Romeo also have Ferrari engines. So that's why you're seeing them, I think, close to the favorite to retire for this race. And as always, if you're not looking to bet the race winner or the pole sitter, you can bet top six at DraftKings. You can bet top 10. And there's a lot of variety of props, and those will be populated throughout the market, really throughout the weekend. But, Mikhail, before we get to my selections, I know you have a few. Let's get to what you got this weekend for Montreal. Absolutely. So I've got Max Verstappen as an outright win at minus 130. Uh, my odds have come through board gaming because I can get props out here. They're the only sportsbook that does get props. So I've got uh, Max Verstappen outright win at minus 130. Charles Leclerc at an outright win at plus 330. Now, I know a lot of people like uh, you just said he has engine issues. Why are you still looking at him? The reason I'm still looking at him is because when Ferrari have that those things down, locked and good to go, they are absolutely dominant. No one can ever get close to them. No one can even touch them. So if 
uh, Charles seems to have uh, his problems sorted out before we get to Canada, we could see something amazing happen. He could actually dominate the entire track. Uh, I do have Yuki Sonoda in the points finish. Uh, haven't really talked about Yuki Sonoda. He's been sort of in the background, not doing too much, uh, because Pierre Gasly seems to be taking the spotlight now. But Yuki Sonoda was uh, comfortably sitting in the points in P5 and P6 uh, in Azerbaijan uh, due to a DRS failure, was dropped out of the points. Uh, he was waved a black and orange flag. So I do think that AlphaTauri will have their DRS issues fixed uh, for this race. And I do see him finishing in the points because, again, uh, they have power units from Red Bull who are extremely fast in a straight line. So I do see them, uh, him finishing in the points. A long shot now that I have is Alex Albon in the points at plus 650. This is uh, going to be an extreme long shot, but he did finish P12 in Azerbaijan. And since we have... Uh, a lot more straights and a lot less curves and just heavy braking points. Alex is very good at picking his braking points and turning in the car. So I do believe that he can get up there. Uh, it is a long shot, but again, he's got the pace, he's got the talent, and he's uh, sort of got the car behind him to do that. So we'll see what he can do. Uh, I will be looking at Sebastian Vettel uh, for a bet after free practice 2 and right before qualifying. Because I do think that he's got something. Uh, we've seen the Aston Martins actually now sort of have their stuff fixed and popping up there in their top 10. So I would take Sebastian Vettel in the top 10. We'll see what happens. But there's a lot going on uh, with the uh, Aston Martins this year. So uh, I'll keep an eye on Sebastian Vettel. Wes, what do you have? Yeah, I'm going to go again, uh, and I've got just a few here. Charles Leclerc, minus 150 per poll. I'm going to keep betting it until he doesn't get a poll because he's gotten six of eight this year. And then I'm going to go with Max Verstappen. And there are some places you could find there at some faraway places where he's even money to win the race. So he will be my race winner. I'm with you on one. You actually touched on one that I'm going to play. I'm going to play Sebastian Vettel at minus 140. I think he's got some momentum at least. He doesn't have what it takes or I don't think the car necessarily to contend for a podium or a race win or anything like that. But he's got some momentum. Best finish of the year over in Azerbaijan. This is a guy that has really good knowledge of this track. Sebastian Vettel, of course, in much better cars over the years with the Red Bulls and the Ferraris when he was contending for wins. But I think track experience and track knowledge and know-how is going to matter here. So Sebastian Vettel, minus 140. And then in the top six, and you can get this at DraftKings, Plus 155 on Pierre Gasly, who I thought was exceptional in the straights on Azerbaijan. And we mentioned the Alpatoris, the power tracks and the long straights. I think it really played to the strengths of those quasi Honda Red Bulls, whatever you want to call them. And I think that's going to be the same thing here in Canada. And then obviously we will ask uh, our listeners, stay tuned, like look at the best bets uh, uh, guide on vsin.com. Look at the daily newsletter if you're a subscriber and the daily emails that go out every morning. We will put some more bets that we may have after we've seen some of the practice sessions and the qualifying, perhaps some head-to-head matchups. Uh, those will be populating in the market throughout the weekend. So looking forward to a great race here at the Canadian Grand Prix. We're going to be off next week and the next uh, Racing Lines podcast. That'll be the race week of July 3rd, and that'll be the British Grand Prix over at the Silverstone Circuit in Silverstone, England. So for Mikhail Miranda, 
Wes Reynolds here on Racing Lines. Keep it here, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.